0: Everyone tells you to be active on social media. Everyone tells you that this is what really matters, but is it? This week I want to dive right in and talk about the changing algorithms, figure out what it means for you, and give you a plan of attack so you can use social media as the powerful marketing tool it is. Stick around. There's an old saying that goes something like this, you'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who can see when shown, and those who will never see. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for everyone in the middle. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you again for tuning in. My name is Chip Close, and this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly marketing podcast dedicated entirely to chefs and restaurant owners. Each week I choose a different topic. We explore that topic. We pick it apart. Hopefully by the end we come across some useful insights and then we always finish up with an assignment. I leave you with a short actionable task, something you can do right away to start implementing some of the concepts we talk about here on the show because I believe information is only as valuable as the action it inspires. Okay. So, everyone's always talking about the Facebook algorithm and the Instagram algorithm, but what exactly is the algorithm? Well, simply put, the algorithm is a complicated set of equations that helps the app determine what content you see. A few episodes back, you'll remember that I was talking about how the social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube are running out of real estate, and it's becoming a real challenge for them. There are only so many places that they can put your videos and your photos. Uh, More and more users keep joining the platforms, which means more and more content. The way they figure it, if you like what you see, you're going to keep watching. You're going to keep scrolling. You're going to stay on the platform, which is what they want. So the platforms are constantly trying to figure out user behavior, and they're also trying to figure out the best ways to monetize the platform. In fact, business pages have less reach today than they did a year ago. Many business accounts, in fact, have seen their numbers dip by 70% or more, and that's because they're trying to push the business accounts into spending money. Again, they're trying to figure out how to monetize the platform, and if there's only so many places uh, to put photos and videos, they're going to put more and more videos there that are spending money. So what does that mean for you? Well, it used to be that you posted a photo and it would get shown to, say, 2,000 people. In fact, the algorithms are getting more and more sophisticated now. All kinds of things now get factored in to these decisions. How often you open the app, how long you stay in the app, what kind of behavior they see from you while you're on the app, and the content and following that you yourself have. All of that, determines what you will see. So let's think about it from the flip side. User behavior will determine which of your followers will see your content. So just because your restaurant has 5,000 followers doesn't mean all 5,000 followers will see your content. In fact, one of the accounts I manage has over 18,000 followers, but yesterday's post was only seen by 11,000 people. Only half were following the account. So about 5,500 of our followers saw the post. And then Instagram showed the image to about 5,500 other people, users they thought might be interested in our content. So what's the takeaway there? I think there are three things that we take away. Number one, you may have to consider paid advertising to reach a broader audience as we move forward. Number two, you need to think about creating engaging content, images, and videos that will really elicit a response from your followers. And finally, number three, I think we can no longer think of social media as the silver bullet, the thing that will help us get the word out. Those days are over. So then today, I want to get into the nitty gritty and talk about where we are now in the middle of 2019 when it comes to Facebook and Instagram. And then we'll talk about uh, trends on each platform and some action steps you can take to help combat the changing system. So again, it all has to do with with diminished real estate. They have limited real estate. There are only so many places for you to put your content, uh, for your friends, for the businesses you follow, for uh, for the other businesses that you don't follow. There's only so much room and you'll only keep scrolling so much, especially when you come across content that you don't particularly like. So all of these trends kind of keep that in mind. Trend number one, there are so many new features. Facebook live and Instagram live and stories and ads and IGTV. It seems like they're always rolling out new features. And so my advice here is to experiment with them as much as possible. The platforms like when you use their new toys, they're excited by them and they're trying to promote them. So when you use them, you make them happy. And I would hazard a guess to say that those new features and new tools are given greater weight when it comes to the algorithm. So go ahead and stroke their ego. See what happens. Specifically, IGTV. Create your own channel and post regular content there. I'm thinking like once a week. It doesn't have to be particularly long, even if it's just a, a five-minute video of the, the chef talking about a new dish, maybe demonstrating uh, how the dish is prepared. Uh, it's just something every so often that your users can um, can start to get used to, can uh, can look forward to. Uh, When we talk about stories, check out the new features like the polls and the question stickers or the swipe up sticker for those accounts that have 10,000 followers. If you don't use stories all that much, maybe make a a concerted effort over the next month to use them once a day or once every other day. See what that does. Uh, Take those stories and create uh, story highlights that can be seen right on your profile page. See what that does to the engagement and the reach on your other Posts that you post to your feed. There's a donate button now on Facebook. I would maybe figure out a way to partner with a nonprofit, maybe something local or something where the, the mission is aligned with your mission and see if that helps engagement. You know, the, the benefit is, is that it's a it's a win-win. You're going to be raising money for a good cause and you might be spurring along the algorithm so that uh, followers see some of your other posts more than they're doing now. So trend number two, we talked about this a minute ago, but reach is down, I think people are starting to compartmentalize their activity on social media. Uh, Let's pause right here for a quick second, and uh, I'll remind you that social media as we know it is really only about 15 years old, right? Facebook really came out in 2004, 2005, 2006 is where it hit the broad market. So we're still really in the early days of social media. The way social media was used before and the way it's being used now is not necessarily the way it's going to be used in the future. And I think users are are going to define how Uh, how we use social media. So I think people are starting to compartmentalize how they use social media, meaning this app for this and this app for this and that app for that and so on. So my advice is to get consistent with what you post and where you post it If you post every day, post every day. If you post twice a day, then commit to twice a day. You might even wanna think about the same time of day. Get people in the habit of looking for your content every morning at 10.30 a.m. I don't know if it'll work, but I think habits are changing, and so uh, experimentation is going to be your friend here. Also, uh, when we're talking about um, uh, combating uh, this this diminished reach, uh, consider carving out an ads budget. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, but even 50 bucks or 100 bucks a month can make a huge difference. See which posts perform well after an hour or two, and if one of them looks hot, boost it. Don't be afraid to spend money. It's almost required these days when it comes to social media. Uh, Instagram and Facebook care about engagement, so, um, my other tip here when it comes to uh, combating uh, diminished reach is to figure out ways to get your followers to engage with you, meaning to get them to like, comment, share, and so on, and then spend time each day engaging with your community, both with your fans and also with other accounts within your industry. Remember it's called social media for a reason. So be social trend. Number three, it seems like everyone is going live and, and they are for good reason. The platforms have spent a lot of energy promoting this feature. So I recommend to my clients and I'm recommending to you guys to use it, but you got to do a little preparation first. So my first, uh, the first thing you need to be aware of is to pick a platform and stick with it. So if you're going to do Facebook, do Facebook. If you're going to do Instagram, do Instagram. If you're going to do IGTV, if you're going to do YouTube, whatever it is, pick one and stick with it. Go live every single week, build consistency. Do the same day, the same time of day, every single week. And then you're going to want to pick a format and be consistent there. Pick a format and stick with it. So if every Thursday at 3 p.m. your wine director sits down and interviews another winemaker, then do that every single week. Likewise, maybe your chef wants to give a little kitchen tutorial once a week, so maybe it's a a little quick tip, five or ten minutes in the kitchen with your chef. Make sure every single week, right, every Tuesday at two, there's your chef giving the kitchen tutorial. Whatever it is, pick a platform and be consistent. Pick a format and be consistent. Pick a day and time and be consistent. It works. When you go live, when you do these videos, you're going to want to do a couple of things. You're going to want to slate at the top. You're going to want to ask for engagement. You're going to tell them why they should stick around to the end. You're going to want to give valuable, interesting content. And then at the end, you're going to hit them with the reason that they stuck around to the end. So a slate at the top might sound something like this, right? Uh, So I'm John Smith, and I'm the uh, wine director at Giuseppe's Restaurant in Times Square. So I say... Hi, uh, thanks for tuning in. My name is John Smith. I'm the wine director here at Giuseppe's in the heart of Times Square. Today, we're gonna talk all about Brunello. So what is Brunello? Brunello is a red wine, an extraordinary red wine that comes from the Tuscany region in Italy. I'm gonna walk you through it and tell you everything you need to know so the next time you come in here, you can be confident that you know how to pick out a great Brunello. So that's how you do it, right? You've, you've slated who you are, where you're at, and what you're about to tell them, and then why they should stick around, right? So when you ask for engagement, there are a variety of ways you can ask for engagement. You can ask for likes, like, hey, if you like this kind of content, go ahead and give us a like. Or if you have specific questions about Brunello or anything about Tuscan wine, go ahead and put your question in the comment section as we get to the end of this little Facebook Live. I'll do my best to answer those questions as best as I can. Your content should be um, clear, concise, to the point. It should be value. Uh, Make sure you're really uh, really giving something, uh, make sure you're really giving people a reason to tune in week after week after week. Uh, And then maybe give them a little something for sticking around. So uh, somewhere in my Facebook Live, I might say something like this. You know, for those of you just joining us, again, my name is John Smith. I'm the wine director here at Giuseppe's Restaurant in the heart of Times Square. We're talking all about Brunello. And actually, I got a little surprise for you guys. Tonight, I'm going to open up this 1999. It's extraordinary. 20 years old. I'm going to be pouring it at the bar, totally free. If you want to come down, introduce yourself to me. I'll pour you a couple of ounces. We'll swirl and taste, and, and and we'll get to talk about the wine. Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to come meet you guys. So come on down. That's for anybody who wants to, uh, you know, who wants to learn more about Brunello. So now you've given them a little something, a little, um, a little benefit for them sticking around to the end. So again, you're going to slate yourself at the top. My name is John Smith. I'm the wine director here at Giuseppe's Restaurant. We're on 46th Street in the heart of Times Square. Today we're going to talk all about Brunello. So you've said who you are, where you are, and what they're about to learn. All the content you give them over the next 5, 10, 20 minutes, however long it is, uh, make sure it's valuable and and that it's worthy of them uh, giving you their attention for that time. Uh, Give them a reason to stick around to the end. Make sure to ask for engagement and then engage back with them. And then at the end, hit them with a little something. Give them some extra added value for sticking it around all the way to the end. The other piece of advice when we talk about going live is uh, do your best to post ahead of time, reminding your fans that the live broadcast is coming. So maybe on the morning of, you post something at 10 a.m. and say, just a reminder, today, Thursday at 3 p.m., our wine director is going to be going live talking all about uh, all about Brunello. Just so that they can start, it can be on their radar. So that's going live. People are going live, and and, and I think it's a a good thing. Um, We'll talk about this. We'll come back to this in just a minute, but uh, that's trend number three. Trend number four, private groups. So private groups are becoming a big deal on Facebook, and a lot of experts believe this is gonna be the true future of the platform. So this kind of thing works well for many industries, and the tricky part is that it's not necessarily well-suited for restaurants, but I would challenge you, as I've challenged my private clients, to find ways to incorporate Facebook groups into your social strategy. It's a great way to put a bunch of your fans in the same room together so that they can talk to each other about you. Consider who would benefit from such a group. What can each member stand to gain and how can you execute it? So a few years ago, I was working with a fitness studio and I recommended that they do a, a private Facebook group and they didn't, uh, they didn't understand what I was talking about. And so I built it. And what we did is every January, they do this challenge, right? It's a, it's a fitness challenge. And so I said, let's, let's identify all the people who are entering this Facebook challenge who have taken uh, who have taken the uh, the fitness challenge, the, the resolution challenge. And so I built a private group for everyone who was doing the 60-day challenge. And so it ran from all January and February. And these people could help motivate each other. They could share their wins and their failures. And it was a great way for them to just talk about uh, talk about the practice, talk about their experience going through this. And, and they could help motivate each other. It ended up being really, really great. and uh, And that company has gone on to use that over and over and over again. So you'll need to have someone in there to monitor and moderate the conversation, Uh, but it really could be a potent way to build a bunch of passionate fans and help stoke the flames of their passion. Trend number five, everyone sells these days. So e-commerce seems to be the one market that is crushing it on social media. If you can identify your audience and build a sales funnel that works, it can be very, very profitable. Think of ways your restaurant can get into the e-commerce game. What could you sell? Figure that out, and then you can build an evergreen sales funnel that would just reap piles and piles of cash each month. So two of my clients actually have a retail arm to what they do. One, uh, interestingly enough, sells informational products like um, eBooks and recipe journals, and the other sells uh, gourmet chocolates. And we've now uh, set up a, a sales funnel um, to turn that thing profitable. We hardly have to pay attention to it. It just yields sales every single week. So... Think about selling online. What can you sell? Trend number six, transparency. So there has been one striking trend over the past year or so, and that's how certain companies have embraced radical transparency on social media, and they're doing it to win. They handle complaints, engage with customers, admit mistakes, and share daily goings on uh, things that the consumers are looking for. Think about how you can use that to your benefit, even if it's just... Uh, lifting the curtain to give your fans an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at what you're working on, it could be very beneficial. Just think in terms of radical transparency. So, uh, full disclosure, one of my clients is actually closing the last two weeks of August. Uh, They just closed... um, yesterday uh, for a two-week hiatus, and uh, we've decided to shoot some of the renovations that are going on and share them with our audience. We're going to be in the kitchen during uh, the menu development and get them excited about the new fall menu once we uh, reopen. We're doing that all during the two weeks that the restaurant is closed um, so that we can build momentum into the fall. Uh, Then finally, uh, trend number seven, and this goes against everything we've really been talking about, and uh, I want to talk about new platforms. So even though Facebook and Instagram have a hold on social media, they have a hold on certainly our industry. They may not always be at the top. So make sure you're paying attention to other trending apps, right? So Snapchat remains high there up on the list, and and Pinterest and, and LinkedIn. But what about TikTok or House Party or Steam? It. Uh, Could any of those be a worthy place to put your attention? Uh, What about Vero? There, There are dozens and dozens of apps just coming to market. And if it can be a way for you to reach your target audience, I say, why not give it a try? This week's assignment is simple. I want you to start with trend number one and pick one of the new features on Facebook or Instagram and use it. Something you haven't done before. Maybe you're going to ask your audience a poll question on stories, whatever. Just try something new. In fact, do something new each day this week and see what happens. And this is going to be in addition to the regular posting you do. Stretch yourself and see what happens. Finally, as we always do, continuing education, I'm sharing a a book called 500 Social Media Marketing Tips. Um, It's going to spark ideas in you. If if you read it right, you're going to start thinking about new ways to promote your business on social media. Um, They're going to give you all these ideas, and you're going to say, well, that won't work, but I bet you I could do something like this. It's just going to get you thinking in in, in new directions. Uh, I've got the link there in the show notes. Uh, If you've got any questions about this, please reach out to me directly, chip at chipclose.com. That's C-H-I-P k-l-o-s-e dot com Uh, again my name is Chip Close this is Restaurant Strategy thank you again for tuning in and I will see you next time